Hey guys, welcome to my podcast. I'm Faith, I'm a registered dental hygienist and a future myofunctional therapist. I wanted to start out by telling my story because I think there's going to be a lot of people that can relate and I want to be able to educate and prevent this series of events from happening to our generations to come. Before I dive into my story, which quite literally starts from birth, I'm going to give you guys some background on what the heck a myofunctional therapist is. If you told me this term two years ago, I would have had no idea what it was either. By Google definition, myofunctional therapy is training the muscles of the face, mouth, and tongue to improve issues with talking, eating, sleeping, or breathing. For me, I found the connection between all my health problems and issues that would eventually rise in the future if I continued my path without myofunctional therapy. And it all started with my tongue. So we are going to start from the very beginning here, birth. I was a premature baby by five weeks. Two things that I later found out were that premature babies are more prone to airway issues, and I was also born with a tongue tie. If you are new to this term, a tongue tie is when the attachment under your tongue is too short or tight, which ends up tethering the tongue and restricting movement. Or maybe you have heard of this term, maybe from doctors mentioning it, but dismissing the diagnosis as the baby is seeming to breastfeed fine and gaining weight. But let's fast forward down the road. Four months later, my mom was battling with breastfeeding. I was crying, she was crying, and she was thinking that she could not produce enough milk for me. So we switched to bottle. A couple of side notes here. So this is super common for babies with tongue ties. Symptoms can be difficulty latching or staying attached for a full feed, long feeds with short breaks, falling asleep on the breast, unsettled and seem to be hungry, and not gaining weight as quickly. And even for mom, She can have cracked or sore nipples or painful breastfeeding. Now, add bottle feeding in here, which does not promote proper jaw or mouth development or support a good sucking motion. So fast forward to childhood, and I'm not sure the whole timeline of these series of events, but I'm going to list them off for you. I had allergy testing, hearing testing, surgery for tubes in my ears two times, tonsillectomy, adenoidectomy, I had prolonged pacifier use, speech therapy, picky eating, restless sleeping, snoring, hard time swallowing pills, asthma, ear infections, crowded teeth, overjet, overbite, receded jaw, dry and cracked lips, always sick with a cold or a cough, open mouth posture, mouth breathing, braces, and even orthodontic relapse when I was older. I had it all. I was the poster child for tongue ties. So let me ask, are you able to relate to any of these? I want you to really reflect or even ask your parents because they might not have thought anything of it until kind of going through the symptoms of some kind of oral dysfunction. Let's dive a little deeper into the why. The more I learn about this, the more I realize our bodies are such an amazing thing. Our bodies don't just suddenly decide, hey, let's develop this health issue. (laughs) There are literally factors that make you prone to it, 
So why aren't we looking at these? So my tongue time made it next to impossible to lift the middle of my tongue properly to latch and feed from a nipple. Sure, it could have worked for a bit, but it wasn't ideal, which made us switch to bottle. The thing with bottle feeding is that it does not support proper sucking motion either. Combined with my low tongue posture, so this is when the tongue sits to the bottom of the mouth rather than slightly suctioned to the palate, it created the per perfect storm. When we don't have this suction with proper tongue posture, the tongue falls back into the airway, creating a blockage and open mouth posture. So this means that since my mouth was open and I was already having a difficult time getting enough oxygen, I switched to mouth breathing. Before I go into everything about mouth breathing, I'm just going to switch back to the tongue posture. When the tongue is sitting low in the mouth, which is often what a tongue tie will do because it's tethering the tongue lower and not being able to do that suction on the palate, my jaw started growing long and back instead of forward and wide. This makes for an underdeveloped and misaligned jaw, which can later lead to clenching and grinding and TMJ issues. For the upper palate, when we don't have the support from the tongue, it doesn't widen the palate. So this creates a high narrow arch in the palate that does not have enough room for all of the teeth or for the sinuses. So what we kind of tend to forget about the palate is that it's also the floor of the sinuses. So if we don't have enough room developed in the sinuses, then we're going to have further more air airway issues. So now let's switch back to mouth breathing. With my anatomy being more prone to mouth breathing, the more I did it, the harder it was for me to breathe through my nose. It's kind of like a catch-22. If you don't use it, you lose it. This caused a chain reaction of further incorrect development, like the jaw, palate, and open mouth posture. I'll chat a little bit about open mouth posture here. So this just means when the mouth kind of tends to hang open a little bit more usually more apparent in children, whereas adults will make this a little bit more subtle. You probably won't see an adult walking around with their mouth fully hanging open, but sometimes we do see it in children. So when my mouth was hanging open a, more as a child, everything started developing this way. So now as an adult, it's kind of hard for me to fully close my lips. You can even tell in some words that I'm pronouncing, well, I can tell anyway, um, and even seeing my muscles in my chin become more tense when I'm trying to close my lips. Mouth breathing affects so much, and it's even more crucial in these developmental phases of life. Not only for appearance and structurally, but mouth breathing also affects how our brain develops. So sure, it's easy to say, well, I turned out fine, but my favorite quote from that specialist that I will be talking about uh, that diagnosed my tongue tie is, what could I have been? Now, I'll get into all the nitty gritty of all the connections in later episodes, but I just wanted to share with you guys how I finally got my diagnosis. So it kind of started when I was in dental hygiene school. 
we were in partner care and each of us had to do a full oral assessment on each other. So at this point, the dent or the instructor was coming around and checking our work and she's checking over all of mine and she goes, oh, you have a tongue tie. And let me tell you, being in dental hygiene school and dealing with the entirety of the oral cavity and the connections to the rest of the body, we did not get educated enough on this. And I know the same goes for many other healthcare professionals. So I did what most people do when they first hear the words tongue tie from a random healthcare professional. I ignored it because I turned out fine, right? So let's fast forward to working as a dental hygienist for the very first year. I landed a part-time job at the office that I had been previously working at as a receptionist. And then on other days, I did something called temping, which is filling in for dental offices in need of a hygienist for a day. This was such a cool experience, and I was able to see a bunch of different offices from all over. Early into this, I ended up going to an office in Guelph, which I thought was just a normal general dentist. I pulled up and the sign out front said tongue and lip tie center. I didn't think much of this until the dentist came to do checks on my patients. She would chat about holistic dentistry, airway, sleeping, tongue and lip ties, and really anything that could relate to the full body connection. You guys, when I tell you, she even felt the patient's neck and neck muscles to make recommendations for massage, chiro, or osteo. I was in awe. Anything she said, I would soak up like a sponge. She was truly the first healthcare professional that I have met that did not dismiss a single issue from her patients. And I have worked with a lot of dentists. (laughs) After she chatted to her patients about their tongue tie symptoms, I realized I checked every single box. It wasn't long, it was not long after that that I came from my consult. And sure enough, I had a pretty significant tongue tie. We came up with a treatment plan that included some other body work and also myofunctional therapy. So myo is important before and after release for a few reasons. First, we want to start getting the tongue and facial muscles trained for proper functioning because when we have learned incorrect swallow patterns and incorrect tongue posture our whole lives, it takes a bit to reverse. It's also important to make sure that this tie does not grow back, as it does in many infants when they have had this release from their doctor without their parents being given exercises to do with the baby. So summer of 2023, I finally got my tongue tie released. I had put in the work of massage therapy, chiropractic appointments, and many exercises with a virtual myofunctional therapist to get things where they should be. Immediately after, I felt a huge release in my neck and my back, which we even could see in a before and after photo of me reaching for my toes. Now I'm able to maintain correct tongue posture by being able to lift the middle part of my tongue and lightly suction to the roof of my mouth. I'm able to develop good swallow patterns, sleep way better, breathe way better and feel less tension in my body and have more range of motion with my body and my tongue. 
So I know how many health problems I am preventing in the future by fixing this issue now, especially the ones caused by mouth breathing. So there is absolutely no blame on my parents or healthcare providers at the time of my health issues. They truly believed that they were doing the best they could. But now, science has progressed and we are seeing many studies connecting, connecting these dots between everything. Doctors and healthcare providers are responsible for continuing education for these reasons, to stay up to date on current findings, to be able to pro provide their patients with the best course of treatments. I am making it my number one goal to educate and raise awareness of this connection. I want to change the way healthcare treats symptoms over the root cause. Instead of pushing pills and surgeries, we can get back to the basics and catch these simple things before they get to chronic problems affecting our quality of life. I would love if you could help by sharing my story to a friend, family member, or healthcare provider to get the word out about this connection. Thank you guys so much for listening and stay tuned for many more chats. I'm so excited to have joined my journey and I can't wait to teach you everything about the full body connection to the tongue. Catch you guys next time.